Hey, welcome to Misdeeds and Intrigue podcast. I am your host, Carrie, and this is our little Miss Teeny. And where are you, Miss Larissa? I am in Colorado today. And if you hear wind, it's because it's the windiest place on the planet. It's pretty windy here too. I can hear it coming through. So if you hear background noise, I got it over here too. So I'm really, really excited because guess what I have on right now? And I feel like you would know something of them. You've had to have seen them in a party or something. Oh, tell me, tell me more. Tom and Pamela. Are you watching it? The documentary or the, wait, no, it's a series. It's not really a docu-series because there's actors playing them, right? Will you please state your name for the record? Please welcome Pamela Anderson. Did you know anything at all about Mr. Lee before you met him? I knew he was the drummer for Motley Crue. Did you find him attractive? I like to smile. I still do. We're so good together, Pamela. To everlasting love. We have recently come into possession of a piece of material. Yeah, and it's really weird because I think one of the scenes he's talking about his niece or his nephews. I am friends with his sister on Facebook. I think I'm still friends with her unless she like cleared out her friendship because I used to watch her on the show with the rocker wives or the wives of rock. Yes, 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 yes. Los Angeles. City of Angels, home to has-beens, wannabes, and colorful characters like Bobby. How do you get that body? Sex. And her friend, Blue. That looks terrible. Just make it look like I'm yeah. 12. Yeah. Oh, and their friend, Athena. Uh, Kelly Clarkson. And let's not forget their other friend, Charisse. You got the uh, major D because I don't like this table. No doubt, these four lovely ladies are soul sisters. I've been fighting with them so bad for the past two days, I went psycho. You can tell. <laughs> Just listen. It's over. Why are you still having sex with them? Because I'm horny? I just want to throw up a little bit in my mouth. You see? You have to love someone to be that mean. Really? Oh! Yeah, and I really liked her, and a friend requested her. I don't know what I was thinking, because I look at my post from, like, 2008, and I'm like, who is this person? Because I don't even recognize them. <laughs> and one time I commented, because I went to a show as, like, a plus one, and I commented on how, just, like, tongue-in-cheek, how she was a better drummer, and it started a war on her Facebook Really? Yeah. And it wasn't even like I was being that rude because I don't know his music and all that. I was just know her like her unto herself. You know, she was a person's separate entity. First of all, do you have any personal stories? What do you think of it? And then I wanted to actually read to you a selection from Dirty Rocker Boys, Bobby Brown, who actually dated Tommy Lee 
And she has a lot of insight about Pamela Anderson and taking her man. In fact, you might remember Bobby. And if you were a teenage boy in the 90s, you'd have a hard time forgetting. Certainly this guy couldn't. This is Janie Lane, the lead singer of Warrant. His band wrote such hits as Cherry Pie and Heaven, songs with seemingly innocent titles that are mostly about getting with girls. And Janie definitely wanted to get with Bobby. He was a dork. I had no interest in him whatsoever. He had a camel toe. Despite this, she married him anyway. And they were together for about the length of a Warrant song. After Bobby dumped Camel Toe, she was engaged to Athena's brother, Tommy. And it might have been great, except... I introduced Tommy to Pam. Yes, that Pam. Four days later, they were married. Stop it. So this is... Her name is Bobby Brown? Yes. She was married to the lead singer, I think, of Warrant. I get all the hair bands mixed up. I'm really sorry. I feel like I feel like I disrespect many people out there because I don't... I don't get them straight. I don't think they're uh, that offended. I mean, I wouldn't be just as long as I was in your memory. I would be happy. I wouldn't care what you called me. So do you remember when it came out? uh, You buckled down. You studied Pam and Tommy. I have to tell you, well, I was watching. I remember the whole story, you know, but my wife, we were watching and she didn't remember even that the tape had been stolen. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the things with the show that, you know, we're we're excited for people to see because there's a lot about the story that people don't know. And um, and that is one of the things that they had nothing to do with it, you know, Um, and and it really it is a an American crime story after all, you know, and I also was kind of under the impression that they were just careless with the tape and left it out. But was it was much more than that. Yeah, it was this. What one. are you leaving out of your house? <laughs> what? <laughs> when Nothing anyone wants to see, when, believe me. But when you're in the privacy of your home, you know, like, I, I, you don't always think about that. I guess, like, maybe now in 2022 we should. And seeing this, maybe we have to think about what we leave around. But, yeah. but you know, they were they were home. They were in love. They, they You know, they got married in four days in Cancun passionately. And, and it's like they just were acting actually like a, a married couple. Yes. Yeah. The first viral tape that went out there. I mean, the first, so this was completely unprecedented situation. So. Right. This was pre Kim Kardashian tape. <laughs> yeah, this was. They were pioneers in that respect, for sure. <laughs> in a way, it's like you're playing Lewis and Clark, you know? <laughs> I totally remember when it came out. And we were going to do a true Hollywood story on it because those were the mm-hmm. true Hollywood story days. And we didn't because there wasn't enough history there. She hadn't married like 10 people at that point. Now I think she's on her fourth or fifth divorce. Is that right? Yeah, they just broke up. Yes. And she filed. He filed or she filed. Someone filed. Yeah. But it's a year of marriage. A whole whopping year. Has she ever had a marriage that lasted more than a year? I don't think so. You know who she was with? This guy gets around the one that did the Paris Hilton sex tape. Oh, yeah. And he had the baby with the voice of Rugrats. I'm not sorry. I won't hide. And this isn't your playground anymore. Yes. I think her name is like Tyne Daly or Daly. And uh, yeah, she was with him for a long time. I don't think she got along with his kids, though. Okay, so yes, I am actually looking up with the magic of the intranets. Uh, it's, I want to know how long. Who was he though? It was one night in Paris was the sex. As a result of her five marriages over the span of 26 years. Okay. So Dan Hayhurst is her most recent Tommy Lee kid rock. I remember that for a hot minute. Rick, Rick Rick Solomon. Solomon, That was, yes, he, he must be quite the ladies, man. 
two wet at the Mirage and Lavender. They divorced just 10 weeks late. I don't think she's had one over a year. Hold on. John Peterson. Uh, let's see. I feel like Tommy Lee's probably the longest. I think she's one of those people that's in love with love. Yes. This is crazy. I don't know. Okay. So yeah, no, that was worth it. So the whole series, first of all, they have Tommy Lee's man parts talking to him in one of the scenes. They show it. Nice. From really? like, like tip looking up. Crazier. One of the characters is Tommy Lee's penis. Yes. Is the character in the thing. Yeah. And I think everyone, because of my history, cinematically, I understand people assume I impose that on the show. Whenever I've gotten a lot of like, oh, of course, Seth Rogen made the, yeah, the penis talk. Party that and, was yeah. not exactly. Right. I've done a lot of, I get why people think that, but that's actually from Tommy Lee's uh, book. Um, and he writes about, being high on drugs and talking to his penis and having a conversation about being in love with Pamela Anderson and how um, that it's it's just it's just the three of them from then on I guess at that point uh, yeah so it's a POV shot of his wiener yeah like if you were on your knees and you're, he was it was talking to you it was nice. it was talking that's very creative it was wow. so classy. I know it's like sausage party cartoon a plus for production values guys the talking penis. She took off her top, but she has so much prosthetic between her body parts and her face and her forehead. I mean, everything's prosthetic on her. I mean, she looks just like her. But if you can look like that, then what can you make me into? <laughs> because, <laughs> But does it look weird and fake? No, no. Just her teeth look a little like thick. That was the only part that's a little weird. Well, you know why? Why? They used actual chiclets for her teeth white chiclets no way no. <laughs> i'm very gullible if you haven't known that <laughs> they put small pieces of gum in her in her mouth i was looking up because the whole premise of the is that a carpenter who tommy lee didn't pay and totally fired which i could totally see he fired these dudes that he owed a lot of money to without paying them so the carpenter rand goes back into the garage where he knew where everything was and stole the sex tape it wasn't like the Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton where it got like mysteriously late. Yeah. This was straight up stealing and they didn't, Tommy Lee and Pam and Pam Anderson didn't even know for two months. And then it came out and, you know, she was very upset because she thought she was going to have some serious movie career or something. I looked it up. The guy never faced jail or anything. I think he got maybe a fine, but because at that time there wasn't all these internet rules and laws there was nothing Your revenge porn or anything like yeah, that nothing yeah nothing was like established yet so there wasn't really anything they could do about it it's totally insane it's a wild uh it's a wild story i think most people including myself did not know that pamela anderson and tommy lee's sex tape was stolen by uh, a disgruntled carpenter yeah then uh, who had a background in porn and therefore was able to disseminate it um <laughs> through his porn back channels um <laughs> It's a wild story. Um, and uh, yeah, I play uh, Rand, the guy, the carpenter who stole uh, the sex tape. What just like a, 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 a how little thought this man put into his actions, how kind of self-centered he was. And so yeah, that uh, was yeah. crazy. Stealing that save. The guy, he used a rug to dress like a big dog to sneak past their security cameras to steal their safe. He actually <laughs> did that. And it worked. And it worked. And Tommy Lee didn't even notice the safe was gone for several months. Did he, he profited off of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. He sold it. He sold it to a porn company. Wow. He got all the money 
they got nothing, right? Yeah, I think I think that's what happened in this case because there was no, you know, it was already out there. And I think that's how like Kim Kardashian and them, I think they're the ones that profited. I think she profited. Oh, they off were her. for sure. Yeah. Paris did. Um, Kim did. By the way, wasn't Pamela Anderson seeing Julian Assange for a while? Yes. Come to think about it. What was up with that? that was like probably her longest relationship because she was, where is he being held? Norway or something? Yeah. He's in some embassy somewhere. And she just camped out and kept on going to visit him. I'm going to say that was her longest relationship. I was in France, however, when she married Kid Rock on a yacht that was on a hotel on shore. No way. Yeah. I had nothing to do with it, but I just thought I'd drop that to make me look really freaking important. Yeah. Bobby Brown dated Tommy Lee and was friends with his sister. And during that time, let me clarify, not Bobby Brown, the makeup artist, right? No, 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 no. Okay. This girl was the cherry pie video girl. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I remember her. Okay. So she wrote this book. It was actually really good. Like she hooked up with Leo DiCaprio and he wore like little hair clips in his hair. Yeah. And he asked for a glass of milk after. Yeah. I'm not the best one at reading, but I need, I need, I need to intro you. (laughs) And now ladies and gentlemen, a reading from Bobby Brown's book, Dirty Rocker Boys presented by Carrie G. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to try to make this as dramatic as possible, but just to give you a little background, she had a meth problem while she was dating Tommy Lee. So she would stay up all night and craft. That was her thing. Okay. And she wasn't eating. In the series, they is how they met was Tommy and Pam. So the very first chapter, because I was like, oh, I should break out my book and show you. Well, the very first chapter, very first page I open up to is page 145. Chapter eight, he's my Tommy Lee. There are all kinds of stories out there about how Tommy Lee met Pamela Anderson. Some say they met at a New Year's party while he was high on ecstasy. Some say they met when Tommy licked her face at a club. The truth is, I introduced them. Sharice, which is, was married to the other singer in Motley Crue, the one that's like looks like a lion, he's a little puffy now. Yes, yeah. Tommy and I were at Bar One, a club on the Sunset Strip near Beverly Hills that Vince Neil had part ownership of and occasionally rented out for porn shoots. Have you been there? I have been there. Yes, long time ago. Not in when the porn it was shoot, popular. But when it's it was not club, yeah. there anymore. <laughs> Did you ever see him be famous? No. Okay. God, I'm you want to reveal. No. Yeah. <laughs> Pamela was at a table with an acquaintance of mine, a club promoter named Billy Atkins. The three of us were passing through the crowd and Billy grabbed my arm. Hey, Bobby, you know, Pam. I hate when, <laughs> when they do weird voices when you do audiobooks. That was, that was a really good male voice. <laughs> oh, thank you. I always make them sound kind of dumb. <laughs> of course. Hello, Pam. They invited us to sit down at their booth and have some cocktails. So aren't you going to introduce me to your guys, Bobby, said Pamela. Oh, I made her sound like a dude. So aren't you going to introduce me to your guy, Bobby, (laughs) said Pamela. I already have a high-pitched voice as it begins. You didn't rehearse this, did you? No, I'm just doing this off the cuff. Yeah, I need to do a little bit more breathy because I already got the high-pitchedness. Said Pamela, looking at Tommy, I've been dying to meet you. Tommy, this is Bobby sounds kind of like raspy. Tommy, this is Pamela Anderson. Pamela, meet Tommy Lee. I didn't think anything of it. Pamela and I had known each other for a few years from working on Married with Children and seeing each other around Hollywood. Now she was famous as CJ Parker on Baywatch. 
which had become the highest rated TV program in the world, thanks largely to her. She calls her a white trash Bridget Bardot. Oh, that's some low bullshit right there. And then she said, Tommy, so good to meet you finally, said Pamela, a half smile playing on her freshly glossed lips. Pamela started talking about herself, how she ate organic and cared about the environment and only used a little bit of electricity compared to her neighbors. Also, I can play the drums, she added, wait, playing air drums wait. and shaking her hair. I have to stop you. A little bit of electricity? What does that mean? Like, she only runs the washer from 7 to 8 p.m. Yeah. at night and then showers at the gym and blow dries her hair at the gym? I don't get that one. So if you know anything about Bobby Brown, she drops a lot of dimes in this. Like, she talks about Leo DiCaprio's man parts and stuff. So she goes, this is Pamela speaking. So I'm dating David Charvet, this guy on my show, Baywatch. Talk about a pencil dick. I'm so over it. Oh, God. See, that was Brooke Burke's big love is David Charvet. Yeah. And they married for many years. Oh, I could. Never mind. <laughs> Ooh, you got any anything you can share? Mm, not really. Or like after hours, after I press unrecord. You know, when you're on a shoot with someone and you guys are alone talking at the hotel by the pool, stuff comes out. But I never did hear the pencil dick thing. That's real low blow, Bobby. And then uh, Tommy, looking amused, that sucks. Where I come from, they throw the small ones back. We all laughed and Tommy squeezed my hand reassuringly, but something didn't feel right. What's up with Pamela tonight, I wondered. She was trying a little too hard. I knew she was a big fan of rock music, so maybe she was just nervous. We sat with them for about 45 minutes. Then when Tommy said he wanted to go to the Viper Room, Pamela invited herself along. Mm -hmm. By the time like all of it went down, Pamela Anderson basically pursued Tommy, even though it is true like Tommy called down to Cancun and all that. But Pamela definitely put herself in the right place. How did she get his number? Did she get his number that night or what? She just called his manager or a friend. Hey, give me Tommy's number. I think he was. I know Tommy went looking for her, supposedly. Get this. So Sharice, her best friend, the one that was dating Vince Neal, said, hey, my brother just texted saying the doorman won't let him in, said Sharice. I told Tommy, he said, no problem. Let me go and talk to the bouncer. He grabbed Sharice's hand and the two of them marched outside to make sure her brother could get in. Pamela, who had been watching, sidled up to me and said, What's up with homegirl holding your boyfriend's hand? I wouldn't stand for that shit. I was stunned. Why was Pamela planning thoughts like that in my head? Hey, it's no big deal. Sharice is my best friend. And they are like brother and sister. Oh, she tried to plant the seed of doubt. Yep. When all along she wanted him. Yep. Girl, Sharice is going to steal your man. He didn't want her wearing clothes. He didn't wear clothes. I don't doubt that, though. I mean, if you've got a wiener that big, I mean, probably going to want to show it off. I imagine if I would imagine if if clothes were optional on the street, he'd probably go naked. Right. Um, did you? That was a very good reading, by the way. Oh, thank you. Do you, I did you remember him with Heather Locklear? I don't even remember that stage. Yes. I, I do. I do. Brief, it was brief though, wasn't it? No, I thought they were together for a while. In the in the show, he says that she was too straight, too vanilla. Yeah, she seems very, very vanilla for him. That was one of his first though, right? Yeah, that was. But Heather Locklear ultimately ended up marrying 
Not Richie Sambora. Who was it? She married. I thought it was. Rocker. Was it? Yeah. And then he got with Denise Richards, which really hurt Heather Locklear because they had been friends. They were like couple friends. But who is Valerie Burton? Who was Valerie Bertinelli married to? Uh, Van Halen. And he recently died. His son was named Wolfie. I know it's like six degrees of separation because a lot of these women dated kind of, they have a type. There was a rocker period for sure of blondes dating famous rockers. And did you like? I mean, um, I liked, I liked Richie and I liked Van Halen. I was more into that. Tommy Lee, I was like, "Mm, I don't know. It wasn't real. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. He's too yeah. like, mm, like too energy like that makes me uneasy. He's too Dennis Rodman for me. Yeah, I have never heard just a, a comparison so stray bullet that you never know what's going to happen. Mama, you just got me so high. Someone stop me. I think maybe we should do this every day. 